0: And the other one who might not be doing well at school, but they're not doing drugs, they don't get the they are not again. So we, we at the moment, I feel we're facing an international crisis, and it's not COVID, it's the fatherless generation. To me that's a bigger crisis than COVID because it is so destructive, it is so subtle but yet so destructive. The picture that we have in, in this verse is of a father that is unselfish, a father that is serving, a father that is sacrificial, a father that is consistent, a father that gives identity and destiny. That's the role of the father. Our job to give is to give our children identity and
1: destiny.
0: They don't have to beg for that. They don't have to be good children to receive that. They don't have to get high marks for that. That's our responsibility to give our children identity and destiny. And that is our biggest concern. Our president even had a talk on television and he spoke about the fatherless generation and we are in a we are in a time that we try and we will try to save anything. We will try and invest or relocate something that's becoming extinct. But godly fathers is a rare species, and nobody is taking any note of that. We need to we need to fight. We need to get back our godly fathers. We need to step up and become those godly fathers that will change this world around. Me. See, the, the problem is that most of the failing families start with a failing father. Families are in disarray because fathers haven't found their place. Fathers are not following God. We leave that to the mother. And that was never the intention of God. Sometimes we, we have fighting fathers, and they have these, these uh, uh, glimpses of the Samson of old, the courage. But they too much like Samson, because soon they become fatigued. And soon they had moral failure, mm. and that's what what the weakness of Samson was. They had the strength of the courage, but moral failure. Of the team, God's in it. My prayer is that we will not be that kind of fathers. We, woman's man, and you're wondering why I'm speaking of fathers. I'm not confused. <laughs> the biggest gift that we can give to our woman is to be godly men. The biggest gift we can give to a woman, is not it's not a car or a house, Amen. it's to be a godly man that leads with godly principles. Let's be prepared to raise our children in a godly manner. And that we will not compromise to the standards of society around us. Fathers, I'm on your case this morning, but that's okay. I only visit once a year, so... You will recover by the time I come back. <laughs> dad's godly father has been shifted to the back of the shelf. It's as if, as if we don't realize the importance of what it is to be a man of God. We've shifted Dad's to the back of the shelf. Watch, watch the movies. What's the, the the programs on television? Everybody loves that program.
1: Uh,
0: the father is the joke of the family. But our children's need hasn't changed. Just because society shifted dads to the background doesn't mean that the needs of the children for true fatherhood has changed. Our children yearn for the deposit of Godly Fathers, by the Fathers of bankrupt. They've got nothing to deposit. Mm. So I want to call a men in this building, I want to call the men watching this,
1: please rise up
0: and become men of God. Mm. Become Fathers that represent the Father well. Mm. We need that in society, actually more than what we need a vaccine.
1: Okay.
0: We need Godly <laughs> Fathers. Because this world is going downhill because we're not playing our role. I'm concerned that, that dads no more as the child's heel. You know, when I grew up, when I faced my biggest problems, I would say, I will fetch my dad.
1: <laughs>
0: when it's not to me, I'll fetch my brother. <laughs> But when the problem gets in figure, I'm going to feed my dad.
1: Because
0: I believe my dad was stronger than any other dad. I believe that he could solve any problem. I believe that he was there for me and I needed him. And unfortunately, our dads are no longer yeah. our children's healers. The healers of our children have become drug pop stars. Yeah. And we sports, ungrateful sports stars. Sure. They are the heroes.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry if you've been forgotten this, okay? <laughs> 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 Those no, just <laughs> 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 but,
1: but they have
0: become the heroes. The problem is, the problem is, they can't be there for your job. You are there. And we have a role to play. Somebody has stolen. Mm. our heroes. Mm. Mm. Somebody has stolen their healers. You see, we're sitting with so many absent fathers. And some of them are absent because they died. And I suppose you can cope with that and you can, you can get over that in time. My father died when I was 18 in a crucial stage of my life. But you know what? He 57, I survived. but he's done a good job in 80 years that, that, that he, he spoke into my life. But then you have the an excellent father who maybe has divorced. And that becomes complicated and messy at times.
1: Yeah.
0: But the worst excellent father is the one that's alive,
1: sitting in the lounge,
0: reading the reading newspaper, and is not interested. Love those children. Mm. That kind of a father is doing far more harm and far more God is calling us out of that.
1: Mm.
0: Because the problem is that as 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 the Father showed us here, his son did nothing spectacular yet. But he said he said to him, I'm proud of you, my boy. I'm proud of you.
1: Mm.
0: You don't have to do anything to earn my love. You don't have to do anything to earn my admiration. Just be and I love you. And the problem is that when a, a father is absent, it creates a void that the child wants to fill. Now remember, you might think that I'm just talking to fathers, but you could be the child of a father that was absent and then you might need to deal with some stuff today. Because God's speaking to you as well. Absent fathers leaves a void. A void that, that this is where we come in. That if the church does not fill that void of absent fathers in people's lives, then drugs or pornography or promiscuity will fill that void.
1: Yeah.
0: And we wonder why our young generation are battling with the things they are battling with it's not it's not only because the draw is so strong it's because it's a void of godly funds now i'm not going to share the the, the whole testimony i just want to say this if you if you're older maybe you're 40 somewhat, and your kids are grow up a bit and you thought this is my time to sit and relax. You're not, on your father's not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you see,
0: we never stop following. Yeah. When we in the church, we're part of God of Christ. There are just so many people out there with godly fathers that we as children of God, as men of God, need to father even those that that on our own children. And that's what happened to me. At 18, my father passed away. But it left in me installed in me a deep love for the word of God. We used to, my first time I preached was at the age of 13. Myself, my dad shared a pulpit. Man. And and I opened up and I, I, I had a short word And then I said my father's going to preach, huh? And so Canada, back then we had evening services for an hour. And I would, in the end, do the first half. And my dad would do the second half. He would follow. But by the time I was 16, my dad had pillow cancer. And I remember the day clearly that, that we went to a big meeting. There was about 150 people. And while we were there, getting ready for the service, my dad said, just follow my lead. And I'm like, okay. So that night, he went up. Not me. He got up opened the service with a prayer and he said, he said my son's going preach. Mm. And he handed over the baton that night and from then until I was 18 when he died, every service that I preached at, my dad opened a prayer for me. Mm. But then he died. Mm. And that investment could have been lost.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: If it wasn't for my friend's dad who didn't father me with his lawyers, I, I suppose I don't to explain that. You know what I mean, right? He didn't father me with his drawings, but he fathered me with his heart. Mm. And just because you didn't father somebody with your drawings, doesn't mean that you cannot father somebody with your heart. Mm. And that was a hugely impactful thing in my life. when I was 18, and you you ready to face the world? When you think you know everything? When you think you, you can do it all by yourself, yeah. he came in. It was nothing spectacular. Both my dad and his guy, they were nothing spectacular. They were ordinary men, but with an extraordinary love for God. Yeah. And this is what I'm calling us to This is what I want to put on the table before you, is that even though you have not fathered somebody with your own, you can still father somebody with your heart. But we need to very intensely, very deliberately father those around us. Sorry. The world the the need of our society is not fast because I still I smile but myself and my wife likes to go in cancer bag with ocean basket and then there's this guy with his with his M3 and his team and
1: he's raming it
0: don't stop making your head go to Joker I and mean, just drive the thing. They don't call the entities to rev them in traffic. Or he's bringing his AMG and he's like, I don't rev them.
1: Just drive somewhere else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but our world doesn't need that. Yeah. Most probably that guy needs to rev his engine to show the toy. Because actually his father didn't say, well done, Mickey. Yep. Well done, Mickey. Sure. We don't realize the impact there. We don't realize the difference we can make by just loving a child on the end and well done. Well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? There's a lady in our church back in Worcester. She's had cancer for since like, 20, 18. She's really bad. Got young kids. And we, we visited in the week, or uh, actually, Friday, knew, we just went over, we took food over, and had supper with them. And I walked in, and she's got a 12 year old, or 11 year old, not sure. Okay. Okay. he's big. Okay. <laughs> but I had a glimpse, I saw a glimpse of a little clip that his dad posted with him playing cricket <laughs> a week ago. Right. And I walked in, rugged right. his said, ah, really? Well, congratulations, World well Premier. You know, look at my son, and he just grew another six inches. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, true. Yeah, it's so true. Guys, so
0: it is so important. There are people. This world is littered with confused children and angry dads because they have absent. Fathers. Mm-hmm. We need to make a difference. If we don't step in as the church to father those around us, I promise you, that boy will be filled with drugs, pornography, and promiscuity. Why? I don't know why specifically those people, but I've counseled people. That's what we get you when there was a lack of a father figure in the house. So quickly, let me, let me help you just to point you to what is expected of a father.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As a father, and that counts for in the church, in the home, and you in your society, in, in your community, fathers are to guard those that are there. Our as fathers are to God to protect To keep safe, and I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually. Protect, keep safe. That's our job. Often I I get a bit, to say the least, a bit uh, hot under the collar. (laughs) If I walk into people's homes or I spend time with family members, and the kids are reading stuff that's totally ungodly. Books that are from the Pillar When they're watching problems, and I'm like, I know you're not going to believe it, but the hair of my head stand up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it. You believe it? That's how strongly I feel about
0: it. And they say, I hope you appreciate it. I I really, really really hope that you appreciate it. I appreciate it. Good. (laughs) So the next one, a father is supposed to gird. Right now, in the olden days when when they got ready to walk, they were taking their bow, they would gird themselves. Yeah. There's a readiness, there's a a preparation, there is a pulling together of a, a, almost if I want to say, a settling yourself. Like, when a, fighter, or when a fighter goes into a fight, they will do all their actions in the, in the ring until they say, okay, round one is about to start. And he gathers and he yeah. mm-hmm. Now he doesn't make all his moves, he gathers himself. And, and our job, our job as fathers is to gather not only our, our family and good, not only our family physically, but spiritually to gather them to get them ready for the onslaught that's ahead. We need, we need to prepare them. We need to make sure that they know what is out there. Yes. I like the idea that we're gonna work into the there's some program the videos coming out soon that we're gonna hand out for young people to prepare them for university. So that's part of our going. That's part of our getting them ready. Because not but I tell you, children who have been fathered yeah. well has got a far better chance of facing what's up
1: there.
0: Yeah. So it's of utmost importance that we father world So we guard, we go, and the, the next, the last thing is we guide. It's our job, as I said earlier, to give our children identity and destiny. You see, if we go to, to, to Samson's father and mother, when she was about to, to have a child, when the angel said to her, you will have a child. She went back to her husband and said, the angel said, I will have a child. And you know what he did? He said, let's go back, find the angel. When, once he found the angel, he said, will you please stay? And teach us the ways in which we have to raise this child. You see, that's our responsibility. That we don't just leave it for the child to find out what God wants to do in his life. Yeah. But we God, acquire from God what God's plan is for this child. And we raise them up in a way that they can flow into what God wants to do. Often we will do that but we pick the school for the child. We pick the right university for the child. And that's good. But we, our responsibility is to guide them. Yeah. Our responsibility is actually to get here from God what you want to do with this young life. And once I download that, yeah. I guide my child to a God wants to give me. Don't force him, but I tie But for that I need to press in and hear from God. So today there's two kind of dads that I would like to address as I close. And I want to just use the example of Lazarus when he died. So I want to speak to the modern day Lazarus as that well is okay. See, I want to speak to a dad, like Lazarus, where God, with Jesus stood outside the grave and called him forth. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a dad, or there are dads today, that Jesus is calling and saying, come out. Mm-hmm. Because the modern day Lazarus doesn't wait until he dies to go to, the, to a tomb. The modern day Lazarus built his own man cave. And sit there and he himself from the rest of the family. He's as good as dead because he's not impacting He's standing Actually, he makes his tomb so comfortable that when Jesus calls, he doesn't want to come out. Lazarus was dead, but when Jesus spoke, he came out. You are alive in your man cave and Jesus has been speaking to you for a while, but you feel you have the luxury to say, not now, brother. Not mm-hmm. now. But today, that grace was spoken earlier. By God's uh, mm-hmm. grace, he's giving you another chance. And he's calling you for the same language. Come on. Mm-hmm. And once again, the fathers in the church, I want you to be ready for that. Because when Lazarus came out, Jesus said, Bible says to them, loose that man.
1: Mm
0: Unbind him. Now, then were their fathers, the other men standing around. So when men are pulled out of the tomb where they are finding themselves now, we're going to need other fathers to un. Men. selfless men that will layer by layer take off the restriction that has kept them in the tomb. It might not smell good because remember he was dead four days. But Jesus made him alive and somebody had to take the bandages off. And that's where we as men, godly men, need to step up and unravel those that Jesus had called out of the tomb. Somebody
1: needs to do that.
0: So maybe maybe today God's calling you out of the tomb and you have to respond. Mm-hmm. Maybe God speaking to you as a wealthy man and saying, will you step up and keep your eyes open for a lazar? And will you commit to un- 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 unravelling him? Mm-hmm. Even though it might not be the flesh of so you can do that. And then there is another Father that God is to you today. And that's the Father who might be, has been absent. God has intervened in your life. And now you have to call one of your children out of Egypt. Where well, you have to speak to them. Where well, you have to call them out of the patches of blood. Abuse, we have you call them out of whatever has captured their hearts. I'm praying that you will stand today when you, when you go home, that you won't say this was a, a nice message, but that you will actually take action and call your loved one from that too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what? It might take you asking for forgiveness. Right that way. It might take you forgiving somebody, but you can't leave people in their tools when, when God still has a purpose. For them. Okay. And I want to say this, maybe as a child. This is my last point. As a child, you need to forgive a father that was absent. Yeah. You need to do that today. Let me be very clear. You might feel it's unfair that this dad could have be been such and such a kind of person and now, now you've got to explain everything. Right? I want you to listen carefully. I'm not calling you to absolve. I'm calling you to forgive. God will solve the rest of you. But when you forgive, you will be free from the two, then,
1: yeah
0: that you find yourself yeah,
1: in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Amen? True. So I'm just gonna pray. Man. And number one, if if you have maybe you haven't had a relationship with the Father, with the earthly father, and therefore you haven't had a relationship with the Father. You've never accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. You have never didn't see the need for that. And today, before you even deal with your earthly father,
1: yeah.
0: why did you run to your heavenly father? Because he's the one who stands and he embraces you. Will you come? He puts his arms around you. And he loves you. So maybe you're here today, you've never accepted. Jesus and Lord and Savior, you might even, not even understand the concept, but inside of you everything is jumping around, it feels like your little wants to be the kiddies, the kiddies want to be the heart, something is just major right <laughs> inside of you, I want to tell you that it's the Holy Spirit working with you, bringing conviction, and you might don't really understand, yeah. that is a take it and say Lord, I want to be your child, I want to be forgiven by you, yeah. is that just slip up your hand and, and I'll pray with you. If, you. if you're here and you want to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, Thank you. just slip up
1: your hand you.
0: and I'll pray with you. you. And maybe people at home, somebody there is sitting in a
1: group, but, but they never, never have had this relationship with the Father. It happens
0: through Jesus Christ. Our Lord. Mm. So even if you're at home or, or even if you listen to this afternoon, if the Holy Spirit of God is busy with you now, do not, do not let this moment, this moment of grace pass you on. So I'm just asking the last time. so I do not miss anything. You
1: want to accept Jesus?
0: as Lord and Savior. Put it Will pray with you. If it doesn't happen now, because people experience pressure, they're not sure what to do. Don't leave this place. Come and tell me
1: what it feels place
0: without making that choice. The rest of you, if you are a father that, that God is calling today, come out of your room. If you are a man of God that God is calling to commit to to unraveling those who, are, who He brings out of the tombs. or if you are a father and mother for that sense, who needs to Go back, give children, ask forgiveness, or call them over there to Why don't you just stand up and pray? Because I'm sure there's somebody in one of those galleries that God wants to just, just deal with. And so say, that's it. If you're a child that needs to go back and ask forgiveness, so maybe in your heart, you've, you've, you've just backed off. How do you deal with this? You don't call to you them. you call them to forgive them. So if you, are any of those kinds of things, just step up, I'm going to practice as Thank you. Anybody else needs to pray? Uh, pull hold that hand, God, you didn't wait for us to perform, you didn't wait for us to get it right. But even as you said to your son, Jesus Christ, when he came out of the, the water, you said, This is my beloved son, and you were, I'm well pleased. You are saying that over everyone here today, even though we got it wrong, even though we might have messed up, you love us. Oh, God, I can't pray that you that you start the work of restoration uh, right now. I pray for God that you you join the hearts of the fathers to the sons, that you turn one another again, and turn the hearts of the sons to the fathers, and the daughters and the mothers. I pray coming to your restorative work right now. I pray for everybody standing, that you meet weeping where they're at. God, that you pour out your grace on their lives and as you know exactly what it is that they need, I pray that your Holy Spirit will minister to them right now. Give them the strength and the courage and the wisdom and the guidance to make the right decisions and to take the right steps from your end. We bless you all with what you have in our hearts today. In Jesus'
1: name, amen.